Welcome to Belief Busters Podcast, where we change the world one belief at a time. True transformation happens when we question if the beliefs we hold are of truth, or simply someone else's belief that we have internalized as our own. I'm your host, Rev. Cherie Taylor-Jones, and I'm glad you could join us on the journey. Today, we are really blessed and fortunate to have Jamal Abdul Wajid Hassan Khan, who was born in Pakistan to Muslim parents and raised in England. And after settling in England, he became known as Wajid Hassan. He outlines his personal journey that was to lead him at the feet of his own yogi master, Dr. George King. He has lived an interesting life and a varied life in many fields of endeavor, from a technical background as a field service engineer to stand-up comedian with over 20 years as a union actor doing voiceover, narration, commercials, as well as TV and movie roles. He also encompasses over 40 years experience in the fields of metaphysics, healing, spirituality, and new age concepts. An avid hiker, he even managed to climb to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro in 2006, is Africa's highest mountain in Tanzania. So you can see why I'm super excited to have this conversation. Welcome, Wajid. Thank you, Sherry. Wonderful to be on your show. Not only because of who you are, but it's also about the conversation that we're going to talk about, you know, that spiritual journey and how do we shift from our indoctrinated beliefs that we were taught as children, right? I mean, our parents, our families are simply passing on what they believe is truth and what they believe is the right path to God. So I'm just kind of interested in hearing, how did you start out? What was your understanding about religion and faith? I was born to a Muslim family. My parents moved to England when I was three years old. I learned how to read the Quran. I went to the mosque. I went, to, I did the Islamic prayers. And so um, I had that uh, upbringing, but also at the same time when I was in England, I went to uh, Church of England schools and in there the curriculum involves Bible study, hymns, carols. Um, so I got the best of both worlds. I had an Islamic upbringing as well as a Christian upbringing. And to me, um, I, I really didn't see much difference. I was I was just as comfortable as a, in a mosque than I was in a church. And as of today, I'm just as comfortable in a synagogue as I am in a Hindu temple or any place of worship. To, to me, they're all different variations of the same uh, belief back to the back to the divine source. It was around the age of 16 that I met my own uh, spiritual guru or spiritual yogi master, Dr. George King. And from there, uh, my concept, and again, nothing against Islam or Christianity, right. but from there, my concept changed. The philosophies that my master uh, showed that were, that were, for me, extremely enlightening. And uh, some of those aspects I would love to share with your listeners. Oh, beautiful. I love that you didn't have a sense of conflict as you were learning both Christianity and about Islam. So I just think what it sounds like is it actually opened you up to more possibilities than being on one path. 
it did. I just didn't like the dogma. I didn't like um, how rigid some of the structure was. And the imam would say that, you know, that um, I, I didn't believe that he would say that the Muslims are, are you know, are going to go to paradise and the Jews and the Christians are going to go to hell. And I, I didn't believe that because I had friends who were <laughs> Jews and Christians and yes. I didn't want them to go to hell. Yes. And then at the same time, you know, the imams, uh, on top of the imams, you had the... Um, you had the ministers in the Christian religion saying that, you know, Jesus is the one, only one and son of God and, and only through him will you receive salvation. And I didn't believe that either. My approach is a more metaphysical, open, non-denominational, universal approach to life these days. So, Wajid, can you tell us what your process has been to really shift from organized dogma religion, right? moving into this really expansive, I mean, you talked about metaphysics. How did we, how did you journey here? How were you able to release those and come into your own? I strongly believe that uh, I'm a firm believer in reincarnation. I think reincarnation is a truth that uh, needs to be told to the world. I think it's something that's been hidden. I thought it was very interesting that um, recently some Christian scholars have come up have propounded that the, the Christian religion actually hid the truth of reincarnation. It was actually taught in the in the Christian religion um, till the till the Catholic Church actually stopped teaching that and they, they put in the one life thing so that they could continue to hold power over over their uh, their followers. And so for me, I had premonitions of previous existences and a strong uh, premonition of being into yoga, into metaphysics in, in, a, in a previous life. And so that opened up when I came across the teachings of, of Dr. George King. I, I, I read a book that he, he published called The Twelve Blessings. And in The Twelve Blessings, you can get that from Amazon. In The Twelve Blessings, he was overshadowed uh, as a medium by the, the person who lived on earth 2,000 years ago, the Master Jesus. And to the uh, mediumship of Dr. King, more teachings and enhanced teachings of uh, the Master Jesus and his uh, Sermon on the Mount were channeled through him to reveal a more expansive cosmic approach to, to life. So when I read that book, it really intrigued me. Actually, it didn't inspire me. It, two things came into my mind. I thought, well, either this man is a genius or, or he's the biggest fraud ever. I have to investigate. So that, that was how I, how I looked at it. And so you know, as far as your listeners are concerned, I think it's very important not to take, uh, not to believe everything that's been told to you. I, I believe in having an open mind and doing your own research. So I'm not here to propound any philosophies that you have to believe or not believe. But um, I would suggest that they keep an open mind and then make their own decision based on their own intuition and their own research. Did you, you mentioned that you got clarity that you had been reincarnated before? How did that evolve for you, that you had that awareness? I remember reading another book called Autobiography of a Yogi mm -hmm. uh, by Paramahansa Yogananda. And in there, he recalled, you know, different masters, yogi masters that he met in India. And uh, I kind of totally related to that. I felt that I'd been in India before. A lot of the experiences I could totally relate to. I think when you... When children are very young, they have recollections of, of, of their past life. But as they start growing older, they forget that and they move into this life. And I think it's important that we 
we not we not dwell on our past lives because there could be things that traumatized us in our past life so in mercy we're not really revealed as far as our past lives are concerned we just follow uh, this life but everybody is reincarnated and and you know it explains also the so-called inequalities of life why is somebody born rich why is somebody born with cancer why is is somebody um you know but you also in piano mm -hmm. at the age of three why is somebody you know going to college at the age of seven i mean it explains all these things these are things from previous existence that they that they brought into this world and so uh, you know if we believe in in action reaction being opposite and equal or as the master jesus said as you sow so shall you reap you know we get exactly what we deserve we're in the position exactly the position that we're supposed to be in at this present moment which is if you look at the state of the world, it's not that very good. <laughs> no, not not right now, but I really think that it's an indication of transformation is ready to occur. Yes. That yes. we are ready to go to an, a next level of consciousness is what I'm seeing. Are you sensing that as well, Wajid? I think anybody who's anywhere uh, sensitive, who's psychic, I mean, psychic powers are, are inherent within us. Uh, these are natural abilities that we have that we haven't really opened up. We At one time, we were extremely evolved beings. I, I totally agree with you, Sherry. I think there is a, a awakening. There is a spiritual awakening. There is a spiritual renaissance occurring. If we look up to the skies, instead of looking down at our smartphones at the doom and gloom that the mainstream media is throwing mm -hmm. at us, it's important now to open ourselves up and to draw inspiration and power through ourselves and raise us, not only raise ourselves up, but to uh, also uh, raise uh, the consciousness of, of mankind and, and all life on this planet as well. And to me, um, there's two reasons why this is happening. First of all, if you study astrology, the Mayan calendar, I think, ended at 2013. 12. Mm -hmm. Why did the Mayan calendar end at 2012? Right. Um, I, I think it ended because it, it, was the, it was the start of the beginning of a new age that's occurring. And astrologically speaking, we're actually now from the Piscean age, we're actually now in the Aquarian age. Right. And, and the push of the Aquarian age is cooperation, is service, is, um, you know, raising of the vibration. So that is a, the planetary influences are pushing mankind towards that. And another thing which your listeners may not be aware of, the earth herself, who I believe is a, well, most indigenous tribes know around the planet that the earth herself is a beautiful living planetary goddess, very highly evolved spiritual being. And she herself is also uh, raising her vibrations and she's been asked to raise her vibrations and that is happening every year as well. And so those two influences, I think, is causing this spiritual renaissance that's, that's occurring. And, and people, I think, are waking up from, they call them the great Maya, the delusion mm -hmm. of this so-called existence. Yes. So when people are starting to get that there's this calling for that there's something more here, do you have any tips and suggestions to help them release the dogma without it being this um, great sin, releasing the dogma to really allow themselves to spiritually grow and flourish. 
the thing is, we're we're spiritual beings in a physical body. Right. It's not the other way around. We're right. our, you know we have auras, we have psychic senses, we have astral bodies, we have mental bodies, we have psychic bodies. We're not. We're more than just one individual. We're a, we're a, a accumulation of of many individuals. We have a lower self and we have a higher self, and we have you know the lower self draws us into you know um, into staying in the status quo. But the soul, you know, they talk about um, famine, physical famine and hunger. Right now, I think the souls of mankind are starved of spiritual energy, mm -hmm. spiritual inspiration. And so these are being bombarded now to mankind. And so I, I don't think there's, there's even, um, there isn't, doesn't seem even need to be a forceful desire to change, just to open mindedness, you know, to open, my, open yourselves up to the inspiration that that is available that is flowing right now so there's no there's no drastic you must do this it's a case of you know uh, i give myself up to the higher inspiration to the higher be to uh, to my higher self i think everybody's allowed their own belief and i think um if you're a christian going to be a christian then be the best going to be a buddhist be the best or if you're going to be a hindu be the best hindu and, you know, if you look at the philosophies of Sri Krishna, the Lord Buddha, Master Jesus, I mean, they're all the same. They, they were just are. propounded in a different time, in That's a different correct. culture. And how many are honestly, really honestly following these teachings? Because if they were, there would be no wars on this planet. There would be no inequalities. There would not be this hatred between the races or hatred between religions if they followed, if they really, really followed. So... If I, I can tell you, listen, if you're following a spiritual belief that you believe to be right, then follow it to the to the best of your ability and, and don't be a hypocrite. And actually, you know, when it says thou shalt not kill, then do not kill. <laughs> simple, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's so simple that it goes beyond, you know, I think I think we're in this. Uh, mankind has this weird psychology that the more complicated it is, it must be good. I agree. But when it's so simple as draw down the energies from, from the higher beings, from the higher inspiration, send out the light, mm -hmm. you know, that's simplicity in itself. And, and people don't get it. But now they have to because, you know, they've been forced. Either they, they do that or, or they may not even stay on the planet in the future. Yeah, it's really interesting. I feel with the, there's a great amount of release of bodies and energy that's going on right now. It's almost like they're saying, what we came to do is complete. And now we're making room for higher resonance, higher frequencies. Um, so that's really an exciting and kind of sad time as well. You know, it's a mixture of both. And what I hear you saying is something that I preach about frequently is it doesn't matter what path you take to God, as long as you're on a path to connect with your highest self, right? I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, this is not a case of you must follow this or you must follow that. You, myself, and other, other people who, who are, who are open-minded, who are sensitive, know that this change has started. I mean, if you look at the world today, we, we're in, a, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, we got these endless wars. We got an economic system that favors a minority who, bec who are becoming billionaires and millions who, who are who are poor. 
um, you know, again, you know, this hatred and these wars. And now it's 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 time now that the Mother Earth herself is raising her vibrations. She has been asked by higher forces to become the planetary goddess. It's a case of I believe that in within the next thousand years there is going to be a beautiful new age that will not my that will has been seen by many many seers uh, mm. that that they will uh, occur where there will be no wars, there will be no countries, there will be no borders. There will be no economic system. Um, these things are going to happen. Dr. King, my, my master wrote a book uh, back in the 60s called The Nine Freedoms. And he and in there, through, channel, through channeling of, of, of the higher beings, he, he outlined the evolutionary cycle of, of the human race. But he also went into the history of the human race as well, the true history, uh, which is really fascinating. And one thing that he he brought up that again we're on the threshold of probably another uh, nuclear holocaust this time it's been declared that the earth herself will not be harmed and if they do if if mankind wants to blow them himself up he will be allowed but the mother earth is not going to be harmed one aspect of raising her vibrations is the climate change which was prophesied again in the 50s by by dr king and and the people who contacted him that the ice caps will melt, mm -hmm. that there will be changes in the weather, and it's already occurring. And the ionosphere is coming down, which is increasing the ultraviolet radiation, which is raising the temperature of Earth. Right. And so these things, again, are not being told. We're saying, oh, the climate change is because of pollution. Carbon emissions is just a small aspect of what's happening with climate change. It is the Mother Earth raising her vibrations. We, as a race now, have to raise our vibrations to be in collaboration with hers. Every opportunity is being given at this particular moment for us to rise, not only rise ourselves, but to, you know, to raise the madness that we're in, because it is total insanity uh, that we're in. And that's the reason I wrote my book, The Struggle for World Sanity, because it's time. It's interesting that when it was published last year, it went straight to number one on bestseller on Amazon on two categories, mysticism and spirituality. And so I, I wrote about my experiences with my master. I, I wrote uh, mystical and psychic experiences that I had, including contact with a, a UFO that I had when I was 18 years old. Okay. And so that's in the book. And of course, you know, I go into uh, the new age and some of the cosmic teachings that were put through uh, to, to our master. And what I want to offer to to your listeners is a message of hope that uh, that the things around us right now are not very good but they will change there will be a transformation and there will be a new age and there will be a new renaissance but it's up to us on how much effort we have to put in and it requires effort uh, but it requires simple effort just drawing in the energies you know i mean one of the greatest healers on the planet that ever came was no other person than the master jesus he used the same pranic energies to raise the dead you know to heal the sick make the blind see and so those are the same pranic energies that are coming from the sun that we can throw it's not airy fairy it's it's actually very tangible energy uh, that you can draw down one thing that your listeners can actually do is go and stand in front of a mirror and just hold their hands out and visualize light coming from the heart from the palms of the hand 
and you'll and it'll reflect in the mirror and you can feel tingling around the aura and your fingers and so this is this is actually a very scientific energy it's um it's just the same as electricity but it's just on a higher octave of, of existence and just like we can't see electricity we can't unless we're psychic we can't see spiritual energy but that is the main message that that's been told right now is to, is to send out that spiritual energy and transmute and transform the planet at this critical time Lao Tse said the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step and if the minority right now start raising their vibrations it has to if, you know dr king said that if a, if a butterfly flaps its wings in in california it has to affect the uh, the wind currents in australia one way or the other so so for one person raising their vibration because we're all metaphysically connected as one right. as one race it's going to help the whole race even if you know a couple of thousand people start it, it could reverberate and and you know in history good or bad something has occurred and it's reverberated around the planet power is being given to people who who want to make that change and more power than ever before is being is being channeled um through people who are open minded and want to send that power out at this time i'm just promoting the book and and the and the teachings of my master and and telling people hey you know get your spiritual body in gear and uh and take some action <laughs> so what's the one thing you want people to walk away from this conversation getting no matter what's going on in in our lives we have a responsibility to the younger generation i think it's it's our responsibility to start raising our vibrations sending out the light and helping the planet so that the future generations can also exist when when we're gone would you tell us the name of your book and how they can get it please it's called the struggle for world sanity it's available on amazon if people want to know more about uh my master and his organization uh they can go to atherius.org which is a e t h e r i u s.org also finally um i belong to a group of people from 50 plus countries every day online we send out the power and so if people want to participate they can do so free of charge and they can go to 12blessings.org that's the number 12blessings.org Thank you so much, Wajid. It was really an interesting conversation. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Belief Busters, where we just take a look at our beliefs from a new perspective. And we are asking you to open up your consciousness, open up your heart, open up your mind to the possibility that there's so much more. If you are enjoying these conversations about assessing your belief systems and how to transform outdated beliefs, then please subscribe and give us a positive review. To support this podcast and its transformative work, you can also become a sponsor for as little as $5 a month. You can reach Rev Sheree at info@beliefbusterspodcast.org. To continue on this journey of evolution, you can also get my book, Turning Your Why into Why Not, at Amazon or any other bookstores, which gives you practical tools to do this work. See you next time on the flip side.